It's time for Hey.com. This is the podcast where we help marketers and business owners just like you grow your customer community through helpful how-to videos. My name is Dane Golden, and today I'm joined by Tyler Lassard of Vidyard. Welcome, Tyler. Hey, thanks, Dane. A pleasure to be here. <laughs> Thank you for being here. I've asked you to come on today and talk with us about Vidyard's 2019 State of Video in Business Report, correct? Yes, sir. That's the topic of the day. Fantastic. And I want to start by asking you, in case some of our listeners don't know, what does Vidyard do in general and how is it different than others in your area? Absolutely. So Vidyard is a video platform for marketing and sales teams. And ultimately, we help businesses generate more value from video content that they're putting out there on their websites, in their marketing campaigns. And we also empower their sales teams to use video for more personalized one-to-one -one outreach to help them get attention in this crowded economy of emails and phone calls and to break through the noise and to really accelerate their deal cycles through the power of one-to-one -one video. Uh, so it's a really exciting space right now. We're seeing businesses start to use a lot more video content to tell their stories, to engage their audiences, uh, and to use throughout the whole marketing and sales process, which is really exciting to see. Um, and, and the big difference with Vidyard uh, over other video hosting or management platforms is that, you know, first and foremost, we're built for marketing and sales teams. Uh, we're designed to make it easy to use, but also with the tools that those teams need to, um, you know, use their videos to convert viewers with calls to action or easy ways to record and send videos by their sales teams right from their email or their sales tools. So it's all about making it easy to take advantage of video, but then powerful to leverage the content and the data behind the scenes. Fantastic. And, and why did you guys create the 2019 State of Video and Business Report? Well, there's been a lot of uh, interesting trends and evolutions, if you will, over the last 12 to 18 months in the world of video. And I'm not just talking about, you know, cameras and, you know, video gear and types of videos. I'm talking about how businesses are using it and some of the challenges that companies are just starting to overcome to get out of that mindset that video is this special thing we do once or twice a year and to, to really start to embrace it as a part of the way they do business. And we really wanted to just surface what the latest ideas, trends, and best practices are for companies that really want to embrace that, that want to understand how do I get going with video? What are the latest trends for breaking down those barriers and doing more video content without blowing up my budget? But also That's what are some of do. the ways? Well, <laughs> yeah, it's very easy to do. <laughs> um, and then once I do start using video, where am I going to get the biggest bang for my buck? Like, what are those latest trends with what kinds of videos work for businesses? And, you know, how can I use them more than just on my website to get real value? Now, there, it's a it's a great uh, report and there's a lot of findings in there. Is there anything that surprised you once you started drilling down in this? I think the biggest thing for me is I really spent time kind of digging into the the state and you look at some, you know, stats and trends from analysts and others was the, you know, how quickly uh, the use of video is growing. I mean, it wasn't a huge surprise, but when you looked at it across different industries, there was all these signals that were suggesting that video production is kind of becoming video creation. And, you know, the bar to creating and publishing videos has come way down. 
And, you know, within our own customer base, uh, we found during this period of the last year that most of our own customers had doubled or in some cases tripled the number of videos they were publishing on a monthly basis, you know, just a 12 month period. And, And a lot of that is just to do with a changing mindset of what video is and how it can be used above and beyond, you know, your homepage video. Explain when you say video production has become video creation. What does that mm-hmm. mean? Yeah, it's something that I think is really important for us to digest as as businesses and marketers is when we talk about producing a video, right, that comes with a lot of baggage. <laughs> we always think about, okay, we, we're going through this big production and we got to get an agency on board and, you know, go through, a, you know, all these things. And, and sometimes that's absolutely the right thing to do for, for some of these higher value videos. But in a lot of cases now, companies are thinking about, I need to just create a video to support this, right? I've got a blog post going out and I want to create a quick video to talk about, you know, this topic, or I want to create a quick video for social to share this latest information, or I want to create a quick customer story video. And it's less about thinking about it as a big production. And it's more like how we write content or something else. It's, you know, do a little bit of planning, hit the record button, get the content and just, and you know, do some basic editing and put it out there. Mm -hmm. And it's more of a creation process and trying to get people out of that mindset of every video needs to be a big production that we treat as an agency project. And uh, is there anything, uh, as you've done this report, that there are any pitfalls that people should watch out for? Is it, is it, is that just one of them? Just as you describe the idea of thinking everything is too large of a production, or are there are there other things to beware about when you invest more in video, both time and money. Yeah, I think one of the things that often a pitfall of of folks I'm talking to is, you know, they think about in video as like this very specific use case for like big brand campaigns or social promotions, as opposed to you know, stepping back and thinking about, you know, what projects, programs, campaigns, channels am I using and how could video support those, right? So it's, you know, we do email marketing. How could video become a part of your email marketing to help you increase response rates and engagement? We do, yes, organic social. How could video support that? We have a blog. We do inbound. How could video support those different programs Uh, in a way that changes up the conversation and and tells a better story. And I think once people people start to get into that mindset, it, again, starts to get them into that rhythm of thinking about, yeah, you know, video doesn't have to be a big production every time. There can be short, you know, uh, more conversational content that's not meant to last forever and live on my website. It's meant to support a campaign here or a topic there. And it's a different way of getting your message out there. But it's, you know, in many ways, a better way to tell a story and, and most importantly, to connect on a more personal and human and transparent level with your audiences. And, and that's something that's really important right. right now in today's market. Well, I wanted to ask two things about that uh, that you just said. One of them is when you say conversational, when people think of video, except if they're on Skype or FaceTime, they often think of, well, I'm talking to the entire world here. But how do you conversation implies a one to one or one to several relationship? How do you do a conversation with video? The way I, I think about it is, you know, it's it's a lot of it is about the tone and the approach to the content. And it's about 
you know, if you think about, you know, even your life on, on a social network. So if, you know, those listening, if you're on LinkedIn or on Facebook and you're, you're scrolling through your feed and there may be videos posted from people that, you know, or people in your industry and those videos that, you know, are that person getting out there, you know, turning on the camera and talking about a topic that they're passionate about in a very direct and transparent way. It's not scripted, it's authentic. And it's, again, more in that conversational tone. I think that's the kind of content that I'm thinking about. And it's not expected to be, okay, I'm getting, you know, an immediate response from somebody in a true two-way conversation. But I think it's about that perception of, you know, how is this content being created and was it what is it for? Because I think a lot of audiences today appreciate that, um, sort of simple, authentic content that is a little bit off the cuff and uh, is very genuine as a result, but it feels more natural. It feels more human to human. And I don't feel like I'm watching a scripted, you know, marketing right. video that's trying to sell me something. And I think that's the mentality that I'm going for. Now, there was another thing you said about email and video. Now, when you say email and video, as far as a technical standpoint, mm -hmm. A video is not – there's no videos that are embedded into actual emails, right? Sure. What do you no, mean by right. that? Yeah. So the you know email – and I bring up email because everybody uses email, right? And whether you're in marketing or sales, of course. It's, it's a very common um, distribution channel to deliver messages and content to your audiences. And that's the way I think we need to think about email these days. We often associate email with text, right? That's the way we've grown up and we've thought, okay, email equals text. But the reality is email is a delivery channel to your audience that could have really any form of content as either part of it or as the call to action. And so when I talk about video and email, it's about when you're sending out that email campaign, whether it's one to one or one to many, is there a nice big animated GIF thumbnail image of a video as your main call to action in that email? And so instead of having an email that's a lot of text and then a button that says download the report here or whatever it happens to be, why not try an email that's a you know a quick sentence introducing something and then it says watch this video to learn more and it's got that really big enticing play button that people may want to engage with. So it's really that mentality of saying how could video be – and in some cases you want to use video you've already got – but in some cases, you may want to create some new videos. If you're sending out an email campaign to try to tackle a very specific topic, um, maybe you want to create a quick, simple video that explains that topic and have that as the call to action rather than linking to an ebook or a blog post or some other resource out there because you know a lot of people are going to choose to watch a video over some of those other uh, mediums that right. are out there. And, and from a technical pers uh, perspective – when you have a image of a video with a play button in it, then it actually clicks to the website where that video plays. But that's right. Yeah. And you'll, you'll have an image or an animated GIF image, and that's going to be hyperlinked to yeah, a page where that video is going to play back. And so, you know, at that point, the nice thing as well is you've often got them. If you if you have the video on your own website, you've got them on a page where they can consume the content and you can, you know, get them in your brand experience and have calls to action and, and things like that. So right. I think it's something that, you know, we just we need to think about these things of these different ways that we market today and audiences are now expecting. I think we just got to ask ourselves that question is, is there a role for a video to support these different programs that we're executing on today? Now, there was a couple of interesting case studies I wanted to ask you about that were mm -hmm. highlighted in the report. And one of them was ActOn. Right. What, what is ActOn doing with how they use video that, that was really interesting for this report? 
Yeah, Acton's been a really inspiring story for me. They, uh, for those who don't know Acton, they're a uh, marketing automation, marketing engagement solution, and uh, they they serve the the small and mid market. And what they noticed a couple of years ago was that their video content, which was primarily uh, webinars and on-demand webinars that they had published, uh, were, were performing very well for them in terms of engagement and conversion. And they started to look at you know, how else they could use video content based on some of those analytics throughout their marketing programs and, and some of the things we just talked about. And they, uh, they embraced it internally. They had a small group internally that started creating more types of video content. Some of it was thought leadership. So things where they do, you know, Q&A interviews with experts or, uh, again, topical discussions on things happening in the market. They do customer stories as videos. They do on-demand webinars. Uh, they do product demonstrations and uh, product explainers. So they have this whole variety of different kinds of videos that they then leverage across many of their different programs. Their website, of course, if you go to their website, there's lots of different video content that people can engage with. Their email marketing, they often include videos as calls to action, as we just alluded to. Their social presence, uh, even their advertising, they'll do personalized videos in some cases where people who have come to their site, they can retarget them with videos that even bring the person's name right into it as a surprise and delight moment. So they really thought through you know, how they could productize a lot of this content. And what they found after doing this for about you know, 12 to 18 months was they were tracking the data behind the scenes to see who was watching which videos, how long were they engaging, and being able to report back. And they found that over time, uh, about 40% uh, of their new leads generated had been either influenced or triggered directly from video content. Wow. And it was a really important uh, discovery, obviously, for them. And uh, it's something that's just sort of really solidified the role that video plays in their program. But and what was really inspiring was they don't go out and spend hundreds of thousands of dollars with agencies on these productions. Most of them are done in-house uh, with one of their content marketers who happens to be good with the camera and video editing software. And they started to take these things on. And so it just really became a part of their culture to use video throughout their process. And there was another case study of the company, I believe it's called One Huddle. Right. What do they do? And and I believe they're using one of your products. Yeah. So that was moving over onto the sales side. So I think Acton was a great example of their marketing team embracing video throughout the uh, buyer's journey. Uh, One Huddle was a great example of a sales team using video throughout the selling process to uh, impact, uh, frankly, nearly every metric uh, that they track throughout their uh, outbound sales. So they have a, a fairly small team. I think the, the, the company itself is, is less than 50 employees and their sales team is, uh, you know, about uh, five to 10 folks. And they're, they're in a big market. They're kind of a small fish. And so they were looking for ways to really stand out and get the attention of, uh, of big accounts they were going after. And so they started using, um, it is a, one of the tools that we offer called uh, Vidyard Go Video. And it's a really simple app that uh, they use to record and send uh, personal video messages to their prospects via email. So similar idea where they can go into their Gmail or into their Outlook and click a little Vidyard record button, quickly record a video on camera. They can use their webcam, they can use a screen capture, and then immediately send that video to that prospect. But they got really creative with the kinds of videos they were making. Uh, they were holding up whiteboards with the person's name written on it so they, that person knew this was a video recorded just for them. Or they would uh, use other kinds of visual cues to get the attention of their prospects. And once that person clicked play, 
they would watch the video and the rep would, of course, introduce themselves, talk about why they think they have a great solution. And they not only were educating them in 60 seconds, but they're also building a more personal relationship. Um, so they've been, you know, seen incredible success with this and their reps, it's a small team, but a lot of their reps are sending 50 to 100 videos per day now as part of their outbound sales cadence and are seeing, you know, their response rates skyrocketed compared to just their typical email and phone outreach. That can be so very... Really, yeah, really great example of a small team, you know, globbing onto like a new idea, putting themselves out there on camera, but really crushing it and showing the power of, of one-to-one video and just really personalizing their message. And, uh, you know, also, uh, Tyler, I saw you speak at Video Marketing World, and I made some notes, and you said something about, I think it was called 4Es, en- yeah. engaging, emotional, educational, empathetic. Could you Could you go into that a little bit? It's not really focused on this, but yeah. I thought it'd be interesting for people. No, well, well, well done. You got them. The, uh, the, the, the four E's. So the idea there is, you know, when I think about the role of video in, in marketing and sales, and one of the reasons why it's becoming, I think, such an important part of, of how we think as marketers and sellers is because these days people are inundated with digital messages. And a lot of the trends in marketing and sales are around how do we a kind of break through the noise and get attention because it's really hard now. How do we actually engage audiences because they're very fickle these days and they're looking for really authentic quality content? And then also, how do we build a relationship through our content? And video, I think, is is the best way to do those things if it's done right. And the, the, the four E's is about the innate characteristics of video that make it so effective for getting attention, engaging, and converting. And again, those four E's are um, video is a, an engaging medium, and it's because uh, video is a great way to tell stories, and we as humans, our brains are actually hardwired to engage in storytelling as a narrative uh, for a number of reasons based on our uh, biology. Um, number two is uh, educational. So we process visual information faster. We store it in long-term memory. Uh, video is a great way to educate buyers throughout the, the journey. Uh, it's emotional. It gives us the opportunity to pull on emotions, whether that be you know humor or simply building trust or inspiration. And then again, empathetic as the fourth E. And that's about video's ability to connect on a more human level to show that we have empathy and we understand our buyer and to connect with them more as peers by, again, putting ourselves on camera and connecting with the human face. So those are the four E's that I think make video a different kind of medium than others. And when you do create video, you want to think about those things. Am I leveraging its ability to be engaging, emotional, educational, and empathetic? Thank you, Tyler Lassard. How can people find out more about Vidyard? Well, you can uh, definitely pop by vidyard.com and we've got a great blog there where we publish a ton of great content uh, to educate the market on the, the state of video and trends. So uh, check out check us out there. And you can follow me on LinkedIn is probably the best place, Tyler Lassard Vidyard. You can find me there. And uh, I think those are the best places to stay up to date on what's happening in the world of video. And this and the study will have linked in the show notes. But is there a link from the homepage somewhere? Uh, if you go to Vidyard, you know what? Search for Vidyard State of Video, and you'll find it. Um, right. And and check the check the notes, and uh, it is linked directly from our blog, so you'll find it there as well. Great. Excellent. Thank you, Tyler Lassard of Vidyard. And people will be able to find this episode by just doing a search for Hey and Tyler Lassard. That's T-Y-L-E-R-L-E-S-S-A-R-D. Did I get it right? You sure did. Thanks very much. 
Fantastic. And my name is Dane Golden, and I want to thank you, the listener, for joining us today. I do this Hey.com podcast and the videos because I love helping marketers and business owners just like you grow your customer community through helpful how-to videos. Because when you share your expertise in a way that helps your customers live their lives better or do their jobs better, you'll earn their loyalty and their trust and their business. Thanks to our special guest, Tyler Lassard of Vidyard. Until next week, here's to helping you help your customers through video. Hey.